What's up, everybody? How's it going?、Um, welcome back to another episode of Lost in Japan, one, your one stop podcast for everything you need to know about Japan. Kind of. Yeah.、Um, how are you guys? It's been, I guess, like two weeks since I've been to the freaking festival. Holy moly, time flies. Um, it's just gonna be cluttered minds, <laughs> just gonna be chill talking.、Um, nothing really specific I really w a n t to talk about, but it's been two weeks, and weirdly enough, every day there's something. And just living my life, but it's busy enough, I guess. <laughs> Um, yeah, after the camping, I went back around my friends, giving back gears and all that. You know, visiting my old workplace and whatnot. And I got another invitation to another trip. And <laughs> yeah, just hanging out with people、uh, brings more hanging. I guess that makes more sense. but... Um, but, anyways, after that, I went to another local mountain called Grouse Mountain that had rescued two black bears. I think those are black bears. It can't be grizzly, can it?、Um, <laughs> uh, but those two male bears were living there for like 10, 15 years. And Their hibernation time is getting longer and longer year by year. The be- reason be- is <laughs> it's because、um, so they feed food to those bears, and bears don't need to go hunting, or they actually essentially don't need to go hibernate through the winter if they have food. Usually they can't find the food, so instinctively they just. Eat fuck down before and you know, go hide somewhere, and then like their heartbeat rate goes to super low, and they don't have to eat or move for five months, maybe even a little less.、Um, but those two bears living on the mountain within like a fence, you know, it's, a, it's like a safe area that people just come and chill.、Um, they have been. Not going to hibernate, instead, their heartbeat goes to two thirds. They eat like a third.、Um, they don't move much, but like they're not completely asleep. They're still like active and moving. But they just considered it as a hibernation. So, like, the, the period is getting longer. Instead of like sleeping in for a short amount of time, they have to like. Well, they, they don't have to, but like it, feeding them constantly negates their instinct, I, I would assume. <laughs> And、uh, yeah, now they don't go to sleep. Well, I mean, they should they go sleep every night, but they, don't, they, they never go hibernate, hibernation, if that makes any sense. <laughs> but it's a cool local mountain, actually.、Uh, if you ever come to Vancouver, you should make a visit. There's a ropeway, go back and down, and if not, you can go c- 
climb up the sandy stairs with your own feet, but it's 800 meter up within like two kilos or 1.4 kilometers or something. It's, it's just steep hill all the way up. It's called grouse grind. And I can't believe people even like try that. It seems like some of my friends did it too, but um, the world record, well, this is a local record, I guess, but it's uh, 17 times in a day. <laughs> like how? That guy went up once, going back down with the ropeway, twice, going back down three, four, five, six, seven, 17 times in 24 hours. How crazy. But I guess that's a commitment. Wow. But um, <laughs> they had a yeah nice show and everything, lumberjack show and like bird show. Um, in the winter, it's a ski resort. I wonder what they do with the bears. I mean, you can't ski besides them, right? <laughs> um, but anyways, I have a friend working there. So I got like a half a price deal. And if you want to go, just let me know. <laughs> and on the weekend, uh, I went to another hike called Kennedy Falls. It was a waterfall that was a beautiful freaking hike and it was actually uh, one of my instructor from school that like we got along and <laughs> uh, yeah he was like very interested in like eating shrooms and whatnot so like I was like why not <laughs> I can't remember where he was from but like it was called, something called like small white village or something like a little outside of Ottawa and he's obviously like very like white and like grew up in religious house and we all talked about it too um, and it seems like he went study abroad in Japan and now he has a Japanese wife living in Vancouver but uh, I guess he never tried mushrooms and we did it on the hike and it, it was amazing <laughs> good old Jared <laughs> he's like the nice guy and yeah, whenever he comes around, I'm pretty sure I'll host him around. Um, yeah, we went to lunch, brunch, I guess, and he helped me move. Um, yeah, such a genuine, nice guy. And it really is seemed like, you know, it's hard to, you know, make friends in Vancouver or like click. Well, when it, like when you find somebody like really good, then like you know, but yeah, like we seem to get, get along. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about so much stuff about, and he's knowledgeable about Japan too, and um, yeah, the fact that he moved out from his hometown to like come to Vancouver and marry somebody from Oriental country, which is like a <laughs> pretty huge leap, right? And uh, yeah, he's pretty good at teaching too. I'm happy that he found maybe his calling. But um, yeah, so the next day I moved out from uh, the Beach Avenue pad, which was pretty nice. I'm not gonna lie, I still miss it. But uh, it was a loner life too, you know, like a studio apartment, like you see people, but uh, it's all like in downtown, it's like a city life. 
Um, I mean, I can't complain, you know. <laughs> There's still great views, and even though it could could have been a little bit noisy, you know, time to time, but but even so, like the great view, never be defeated. Huh? Is that even a right expression? <laughs> like nothing can beat the view. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so now I am living in a mansion. It's down the street. It's like a little bit outside. Uh, still like 10 minutes drive from downtown. But um, yeah, living with how many people? One, two, three, four, five. I haven't seen all of them. I must have not. But yeah, I'm living in a, on a third floor. On a mansion. First floor is all kitchen and dining. It's a huge fucking kitchen too, like the biggest you can think of. And um, <laughs> like offices and living. And uh, second floor is all rooms, but each room has a private bathroom, which is pretty damn nice. Um, so yeah, I've been like <laughs> having bath, like tap, like bath bath every night. And um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people I've seen. I feel, and there's a gym outside. I mean, it's not, it's not like public gym. It's like two people living in, above gym, and they own the gym, but like we can use it kind of thing. Uh, pretty interesting life living with people in a mansion. <laughs> Even though I do have my own room and like all the space, it. Kind of feel, you know, wrong to be like stuck in my room the whole time, but um, you know, it's I guess it's a personal choice, and um, yeah, it's it's a different situation of living. And this is my first time living with people, so let's see how it goes. And I guess it's been a week. Yeah, it's exactly a week since I've lived here. Um, you know, there are struggles every now and then, whatnot, but I've been enjoying it so far. Yeah, there's no huge trouble whatsoever. Um, yeah, it's something to do every day. <laughs> um, so yeah, the first day I moved in, we all went to this place called Deep Cove, which is like um, a little bit of an escape from city, like 20, 30 minutes drive. Inside, like to the east, there's so where the river meets the ocean, kind of thing, and it's like between mountains. Like you, over there, like over the river, you see another uh, <laughs> town, village, a little over there. Um, I feel like it's like a Kamakura to Tokyo, or like. Um, Arima to Osaka people, uh, not even like it's even closer, but it's like a you know nice little resting area where people do marine sports like canoe, kayak, paragliding, and everything. And uh, half of the people living in the mansion all went. It was nice, and uh, I guess that's how I got to know each other. But it's such a big house. You don't even feel that you're living with that many people, honestly. Um, 
it's yeah it's been great since I moved here I'm just gonna try to enjoy the summer um yeah and uh, yesterday I went to Seattle for stand-up comedy show for Doug Benson um, it has been I don't know how long more than 10 years um, me and my homeboy rise we were always like watching getting dug with high getting high and <laughs> getting high watching getting dug with high and uh, yeah it has been well I remember uh, something I said like oh if I well, if he's around, like he's doing a show, like I'll be down to go, something like that. And unfortunately, we couldn't find Doug Benson at that time, but we found uh, Hootie Allen. Um, and we actually went to Hootie Allen's show. That was back in Minnesota. It's like, it must have been 2013. Oh, that's exactly 10 years ago. Holy shit. But um, yeah, it was all miracle, and I definitely enjoy that uh, Hootie Allen local show. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been blessed by all these luck, huh? And this time I found this Doug Benson, Doug Benson show in Seattle, which is like, I didn't even know that was that close, but it was like a couple of hours drive away. And uh, going there, I had to go through a border, which has like, you know, tons of cars because it's the weekend. I mean, it wasn't that bad. I was there for like a, an hour, maybe even less. But it took me like a full hours to get there. But um, I went there, uh, did some sightseeing and went up to, uh, what is it? Uh, Space Needle. <laughs> I guess it's pretty old, 1960s or 70s even. Uh, they made that tower to compete the Russians, I guess. But um, yeah, Elvis Presley and Kennedy, uh, President Kennedy that time. Um, okay, that can't be it. <laughs> Some, somebody else. But um, yeah, I almost forgot that I was scared of heights <laughs> and uh, I was there for like a shortest amount of time I was like fuck this but it was beautiful to see the whole uh, city actually I realized there are a lot of cars driving even on the road and uh, yeah it made me realize America is a huge country well not in just like you know physical land big like size wise but like even in a population-wise, it's a big freaking city. Um, but yeah, I drove there, saw the freaking show. <laughs> um, yeah, after the Space Needle, I dropped by a dispensary shop to, to buy some joints in case I find a Benson outside there. But uh, it seems like it, we would almost like go out in the middle of the show when somebody else is playing and like smoke with him. That might have been the move. But I couldn't find him before the show. But he, uh, yeah, it was just such a cool, uh, what is it, like a tiny, 
what is it, comedy stand-up show. <laughs> it's not even, um, it's like a theater chair with like folding chairs in front and uh, 60 to 80 people I would say. And the stage isn't a stage, it's just something that you stand on. <laughs> And like we were super close, and um, yeah, we, we had some interaction too. But man, I'm sure he wasn't feeling it, feeling it at that night, because uh, two of our audiences got kicked out by him. <laughs> it was pretty hectic. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I was talking to my friend about this too, but um, like not only just a type of show that each country has but like the audience is different too like that's one thing I I guess I haven't experienced this much yet but like NFL like sports in America audience is a part of the sports like they distract disrupt the enemy team's focus or like when your team needs focus you like stay put like you play the part too whereas I feel like in any Asian countries, uh, audience is just audience. Like we, we never make a sound or <laughs> like we're never there to like interact with the person on the stage. But um, like, yeah, we were all talking and uh, <laughs> it was amazing. Um, but yeah, um, I had to, you know, like drive there and drive back right and i've never done it before like i was i didn't know like how far it was and i wasn't really feeling it and it was just a cheap ticket i could have just you know like man maybe i'll just chill at my home but um and you know like is it really worth the drive to go there and whatnot but i had another excuse to be there so <laughs> I picked my heavy ass up and went there, but it was totally worth it and I'm so happy that I did it. And I have the perfect proverb for this situation. Um, I was worrying about the pain that I'm gonna have, but once I went through the pain, I usually, you know, like we tend not to remember the hard part. Like we, we still do, but like, the accomplishment or the benefits overcome your like pain almost and the proverb is nodomoto sugireba atsa o wasureru nodomoto sugireba atsa o wasureru english translation is uh, once on shore we pray no more but that's a different translation, I guess. The literal translation is uh, when you drink tea, when you drink a hot tea, like in your mouth, it's super duper hot. It's piping hot that's like burning your tongue. But once it's past your throat, like you forget how hot it was. Nodomoto um, is around your neck or around your throat. Sugireba, once it passes. Uh, you forget how hot it was. Atsa is how hot. Wasureru is you forget. So once it's passed your throat, 
you forget how hot the tea was. And you could use it in a positive way, in a negative way. This is a tricky one, but you can use it either way. Like, oh, you already forget the pain, or you know, like, not even a pain.、Uh, so the, the English translation is once on shore, shore, like seashore, and we pray no more. So like, once you were in a desperate、uh, situation, you pray God, but. Uh, once you got saved and went back to your home, you forget to pray. So even though it's the thing that people around you did it for you, and then like you should feel grateful and you should appreciate and like you maybe even you should give it back to them, but like once you're safe, you forget what they've done to you, kind of thing. And、uh, so like you can use it for. Either situations, like this time, my case,、um, I was worrying about the drive to go to Seattle because you know it, it might not worth it. But once I've done it, like <laughs> whatever I did was more important than the driving part. Which driving was pretty easy too. Like I'm not gonna lie, it was just two and a half hours drive, and I've been doing it since I guess ten years back in Minnesota. I visit my friend in Wisconsin every other weekend on my Mustang by myself, and、uh, sometimes it was hectic. But、uh, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. But I don't want to drive in America no more. <laughs> Like if I do, I want a GTR. I actually saw one GTR that was killing on the road.、It、sounded so good. But anyways,、um, this proverb applies to like the pain or the struggle you have to go through. But like after that, there may be an award. There may be an accomplishment. There may be something to you. Then you can tell it to yourself, or somebody could say this to you. But you know, once it's past your throat, like you forget how hard it was. So like, let's just go through, and then like after that, you appreciate yourself. There's a similar proverb that goes: "Wakai uchi no kuro wa katte demo seyo." Wakai uchi no kuro wa katte demo seyo, meaning. You should、uh, even buy your struggle when you're young. So, like that'll be your experience, you know. Like you should, if you struggle in life, like you should struggle when you're young, so you would know how to、uh, deal with it. And there is a proverb for this: "Wakai uchi no kuro wa katte demo seyo." Like within when you're young, "Wakai uchi no kuro wa" the struggle, "katte demo seyo." You should. You sh- you should want it. Like you should even buy to do so.、Um, but yeah, that's how I believe too. And、uh, I guess I'm still young, hopefully. But <laughs> I'm trying to go through my struggle when I'm still young. But anyways,、um, back to the original proverb. No more to forget about. So what's it do? Applies to the little habit I'm trying to put. I'm trying to do recently is、uh, like a breath work and a cold plunge. 
And cold plunge, if you don't know, it is a, like you put your, well, it's, it's, it's essentially a water bath, but it's super cold. Usually in onsen, the water bath is like, I would say 10 to 12 degrees, maybe even a little more higher. But um, like the cold plunge here is like three degrees. It's freaking crazy. <laughs> like it, it freezes your skin. But uh, go in there for three minutes and do breathing. And it actually like numbs my f like nerves. And uh, at some point like you get comfortable like or you find the position you feel comfortable. Uh, if I let my body go, it, it's like shrinks, like my muscle shrinks. So like I start to float. <laughs> But like I have to hold myself in there and uh, it is pretty intense so the proverb every time applies <laughs> and uh, during the time I'm having a pain I have another saying this is not a proverb this is um, some word a monk said uh, it goes, Shinto mekkyakusureba himo mata suzushi. Shinto mekkyakusureba himo mata suzushi. Meaning, if you control your mind, a fire is even cool, like colder, cold for you. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen like Indian monks and nuns, like they walk on a, you know, fire coal like <laughs> like burned coal or stones and whatever and I guess it's the training of their mind even though the physical and senses are like based on your body it's something different than your mind but somehow they find a way to connect them and train their mind to it's not like feel nothing, but like you get comfortable with discomfort, I think. <laughs> That's like what I'm trying to get. Like I, maybe I don't know the true meaning because I haven't mastered it yet. But uh, yeah, this is the saying. I, every time I think about Shinto mekyukusureba himo matasuzushi. And it really is about your mind um, thinking that maybe we should get out of this, but theoretically, logically, we know, scientifically proven that uh, like our body can take it for three minutes, right? And actually, it feels better after that. And uh, especially nowadays, it's all sunny days. I can just be out for a while. Uh, a little bit relax it you know gives me more reason to do it but I can't imagine myself doing it doing this in the winter <laughs> I'm not that much of a strong man <laughs> but people do it to like the ocean uh, if you go to like a beach in Vancouver you see people even in the winter they go in like just jump in comes back to plunge and um, I think it's even in Europe or Russia, people do it to, you know, like keep your blood flow or it proves that you're healthy too. Like 
if you're unhealthy, you can't really do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it seems like a lot of people are doing it nowadays, and it has its own merit. Although it could be a little dangerous to some people, but while I'm still, while I can still take it, maybe I should take this chance. Um, not many houses have a cold plunge bathtub, <laughs> and um, thank God there's one in this mansion, so I'm taking advantage of it. <laughs> and I even did it once a day, but I. Forgot how hard it was already. <laughs> so yeah, even if it's the hard time that you're having, once it's passed, it's gonna be a you know like laughing story. It's gonna be a good memory. And when it's when you're in it, it's hard. I know, but without that pain. There's no gain. <laughs> I hope I didn't jinx it. You know, that's the scary part of words. Is like, <laughs> like when you tell somebody that, like that applies to you too, right? So the teacher like yells at students. The girl's like, you should never yell at somebody, and like, you should never yell at somebody. Um, it's pretty hard. Life is hard, but you know, there's always good and bad, ups and down, left and right. That's what makes life a life. Am I right? <laughs> but yeah, uh, thanks for bearing with me, and thank you so much for listening. I always appreciate your fucking support. And if there's any question or request or any comments, just let me fucking know. You know where I live. <laughs> But yeah, that wraps up. That wraps up an episode. How hard is to say, man? <laughs> that wraps up. That wraps up an episode <laughs> of Lost in Japan. Thanks for listening. I hope you. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll be back soon. Alright, see you next time, guys. Bye, everybody. Lost in Japan. <laughs>